I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, got your soul sisters here. Hey. What's up, Dark Gollum? How are you doing, Jesse? I'm great. Um... This is a, a really fun episode that I'm glad you're here oh, man. for the intro for because you were not part of our chat with Amelia Meath of Sylvanesso, which was a bummer. Super bummed out. But in our crazy lives, sometimes we must carry on without one another. I wish that weren't the case, but it's true. <laughs> that we're always in our hearts. Yes. <laughs> um, but she was super fun and uh, you would have liked it, but now you can listen to it with everybody else. <laughs> Not to rub it in. Thanks. Um, but she does make me think of you a little bit because I discovered Sylvanesso um, by watching Transparent and getting really deep into the Transparent soundtrack from okay. season one, I think. Mm-hmm. And their song Coffee is on there. Oh, I no think way. it's season one. I it could be season if... two. It's one or the other. But anyway, I was like, oh, this song's dope. Who's this band? And then discovered them. And um, they have a new album coming out on April 28th. I'm so and excited. And so I was like, can Amelia please come on the pod? And she did. Because she's cool. <laughs> she's so cool. I um, I wonder if that's where I had known Coffee from before, just like in Maybe. my subconscious. Cause it is their biggest song, okay. I think, in terms of streaming or whatnot. Right. So you could have heard it somewhere else. Okay. But but I mean, it's we there. are big transparent fans. We are. Yeah. So there's a strong chance. <laughs> yeah. That's how you found it. Um, yeah. And they have a couple new singles out from the new album already. And uh, they're really good. I highly recommend them. Um, what's the one that I'm obsessed with? Die Young. It's really it's like one of their more poppy ones that they've done yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but like with their own twist on it. She's like blowing it's very up. Cool. Yeah. A bit. yeah. 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 They're having a big moment. They're going on tour. Um, it's going to be a big summer for them and awesome. Yeah. Super lucky to to have her on. Yeah. So yeah, let's just get to it. Yeah. I can't wait. Okay. Amelia Meath of Sylvanesso. (laughs) Thanks for coming on the show. Um, I'm obsessed with the single that dropped today. Thank you. I listened to it an embarrassing amount of times today. Oh man. It's so good. That makes me feel like a million bucks. It's fucking awesome. I put it on when I was taking my dog to the dog park this morning. (laughs) And I was like, oh, they dropped a new single today. All right. I hope this is good because she's coming on the show today. Oh, and then word. I was like, okay, repeat, 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 repeat yes, to yes. the dog park and back and all throughout the rest of the day. Weird. That's yeah, what it's, it's for. awesome. So congrats. Thanks so much. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. It was really fun to, to fu- make it. 
to make to it and to it. also be like, share it. Yeah, here are all of you because we released like all of our tour dates for the year too today. That's right. It was a big day for you guys. Yeah, and, and hence the press day that you are now dang. amidst. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And announced a record and all the stuff. It yeah. feels really good. All the feels stuff feels like a like a or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you are a, a woman now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. in the music community. <laughs> Mazel tov to mix cultural <laughs> references. Yeah, yeah, it's no. perfect. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. I mean, because you guys dropped two singles from the record already, right? Mm-hmm. Before today. Mm-hmm. Those came out like a while ago. Yeah, we've been like slowly the dropping slow roll. little. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Doing it the old school way. Yeah. So will another one come out before the album? I don't think so. Okay. I think like album is, because that's, that's only like. It's not that far away, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's almost really March soon. already. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the time this comes out, it will be March. So, guys, you have probably about a month to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not very long at all. Not very a blink. Yeah, in the in the span of time. Yeah, <laughs> it's a couple of hangs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A couple of sandwiches. Uh huh. Uh huh. Very cool. How long are you in New York for? Uh, three more days. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're doing some fam time. Mm-hmm. And what else while you're here? Fam time. Have you lived in New York? I have. I lived in Red Hook. Oh, did you? Yeah. Cool. For when? Like, uh, two thousand eleven and okay. twelve. Okay, and then I was just on tour all the time. Okay, and so was you like, didn't spend much time. There. Why would I? Yeah, because I I would come back and I had just graduated from college and I would come home and all of my pals would be working their butts off. Uh huh. You know, and I would have like weird, very expensive New York vacations. And right. It's just like why? Totally. And I pay. I had like a cheap apartment, but. It still felt slow. It would be, be cheaper here. still to like Airbnb when you do come here. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Red Hook is nice though. It's like a little village. Oh, it's a dream. <laughs> I loved it there. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fun. Um, I have a friend who lived in Durham until about a year ago and she was used to having sightings of you out and about town. Aww. I hear that you are the local celebrity down there. I hang so, out so in you bars clearly a have lot. integrated Yeah. <laughs> Yes, she actually did have a story about seeing you do some Michael Jackson karaoke somewhere. Oh, did she work at Toro? Uh, no, but it was at um, some like LGBTQ. Oh, it was the LGBTQ benefit. Yeah, yep. we did a karaoke night so our pals could open their LGBTQ center, uh-huh, uh-huh. which is dope. They found a location. Cool. It's very purple and awesome. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So happy ending to that yeah. story. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, All good I, stories begin with drunken karaoke. Darn tootin'. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously. <laughs> if you were like, I was very sober doing that karaoke, I would be a little bit weirded out. Because I don't know about those people who sober, do that. Sober karaoke is a cool social experiment. Yeah. I mean, props to people who can do it. Yeah. I feel like those are people who like, really can sing. No one who does not have a voice is going to go up and soberly do karaoke. Oh, I I beg to differ. I have... Well, I like... maybe I should say no one who doesn't have a good voice should do sober <laughs> karaoke. <laughs> but you're right. There's... It probably happens way more than it should. There's the best karaoke night in Durham at the Pinhook, which is like mm-hmm. the dope bar with all with the tiny shows. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the dreamiest. It's the dream. It's the dream it's of what a bar okay. can be. Yeah. Um, and the karaoke nights there are just insane yeah. and amazing. Shout so, out to Melvin. He's the best. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get any Brooklyn haters on you, but do you feel like you upgraded moving to Durham? It was really like a, it was a practical decision Okay. in that I had just gotten back from singing backup 
mm-hmm. for Feist. Mm-hmm. And I had like made more money than a 22 year old person ever dreams of. It was like my first time of getting a day rate. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I was like, <laughs> what do I do with all yeah, this money? Where do I go? Like where I can, you know, where a martini doesn't cost $15. Right. How much do martinis cost in North Carolina these days? Uh, like if 10. you're getting, yeah, if you're getting a fancy martini, 10. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. if you're getting like a G&T, it's like four to six. Hell yeah. You know? I'm from chill. Ohio. I know about those prices. Exactly. Yeah. What part of it Ohio feels so good to from? go home. Columbus. Sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You live large when you go home. Yeah. The Midwest or the South. It's great. So chill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always thought that I belonged in New York. That was the thing. And mm-hmm. then I left and I was like, man, this is so nice. And I like, totally. I bought a house, you know? And I like. Amazing. Yeah. So we've had, I think, a friend of yours, Jen Wasser, on the show before. My heart. Yeah. And she talked about that decision to move down there and get a house and the impact that that had on her songwriting, her ability to like have space, wake up in the middle of the night and sing and write. And just oh, totally. it sounded like freedom is oh, basically yeah. what she could buy with all that money down there. Yeah. That was like, we basically like dragged her down there. Really? Well, yeah. She went on tour with us and then was like, I'm moving here. We have matching tattoos. Really? Like, oh, yeah. Look. Okay. Oh my God, that's amazing. So for me to say, I think friend of yours was, yeah, an understatement. Oh yeah, she's my girl. Yeah, yeah, okay, Mm -hmm. cool. (laughs) Her new album was also amazing. Right? Yeah. I know, I'm totally obsessed with it. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She sent us some vinyl. That was very exciting. She's so great. I literally went back to Ohio, brought my turntable back because I I had my new Flock of Times album. I was like, I don't have anything to play this on right now. It's time, (laughs) time to get that back to New York. I love that. Yeah. Um, so you moved down there then when? 2012? Mm-hmm. Mm. I think I got up to her in like 2013. Okay. And it was one of those, everywhere I've moved, it's always been kind of a two-week decision of like, I think I'm going to move. And then I call and, then some, and I it? find it. Yeah, and I just go. Whoa. So I kind of decided to move on a on a whim and I ca- and all of my pals from my college which is Bennington uh-huh. like, there was like a, a pod of Benningtonites that had moved to Red Hook okay so I just called Skippy my pal uh-huh and he was like oh I have an apartment for you you know <laughs> are you generally an impetuous person or just with moving just with moving mm-hmm. I was also like just with major life decisions just with major life decisions what I don't know I'm a professional musician so like yeah I guess you know like you have, the territory. You have to be kind of impetuous and yeah, to be like sure. you know what I'm gonna do yeah did you have a community down there in in North Carolina no other than like Nick and I had just started the band yeah and I had and he was down there like what he was, was down the there too for- he, he moved down for a different band called Megaphone uh huh that like he had been like traveling from Milwaukee okay. like five times a year and was like, I'll just move down here. All my work's down here. Uh-huh. Um, and we had just started Sylvanasso and I was like, I'll move there for six months. Yeah. And now I'm like deep in the scene, in the vibe. Deep in it. Of Durham, North Carolina. Yeah. I love it. Which, yeah, it's an awesome place. Mm-hmm. So much good food. Mm-hmm. So many wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Do you feel... I mean, I, we're probably talking about this too much already, but I think it's really interesting, so hopefully everyone else does. Do you feel like Durham is a town that just suits you really well, or is it also a little bit the contrast of being in the South, and that somehow is like, that also suits your art in a way? 
I have no idea. I'm not sure yeah. if I can speak to that quality. Does Durham other than feel like, like, I mean, does it feel like an island, like almost the way that Austin oh, is totally. in Texas? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Completely. Yeah, yeah. Right. Completely. So it's like a lot of like-minded people politically and artistically around you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a state that is not generally. Exactly. I've never lived in, in a state that wasn't blue before. Yeah. Okay. Which Where is, did you grow I up? I live in a Cambridge, Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. And I like, you know, I live in like a tiny blue bubble mm-hmm. in a state that needs a lot of help right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's great to feel active. Right. Also, I think that back to what you were saying earlier about uh-huh. it, like the South syncing with like being an artistic person. Yeah. I think there's something about this, the pace mm-hmm. that's really different. Like. Yep. When I moved here, I realized, and when I moved here and my career started moving at the same time, I realized that the thing that had attracted me to New York was the pace. And the pace, that pace is the same as the pace of tour. Mm, Interesting. You know? So, like, when I moved here, I was like, oh, wait, I'm already getting this feeling of, like, the constant influx all Mm -hmm, the time. mm -hmm. And in Durham you can there is a sense of like being deeply part of a community and that like your neighbors notice when you leave yeah whereas in new york you can just ghost like you can truly just disappear yes for or, like or be murdered yeah or be or be murdered. never even leave your apartment yeah, ever yeah. again mm-hmm. or be like eaten by your dog or mm-hmm. something and no one would know yeah it is yeah. a really intensely private place right and it's so fast-paced and then in durham like everyone knows pretty much exactly what you're doing all the time <laughs> uh-huh like for my, better or worse yeah and my neighbors will be like that song's great because <laughs> <laughs> they could hear it from their they house can hear it. yeah <laughs> do you record stuff in your house mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah that's cool yeah we just changed that yeah or we moved like we have a street that jen actually lives on uh-huh that we're like we're like slowly renting all the houses on. you guys live on the same street Mm, yeah or like there's like a big house that like my crew lives in and we all hang out there all the time oh you're truly living the dream it's a nice it's a nice situation yeah yeah okay so but do you find so the pace is better for you do you find that you get the same inspiration living there I, I heard in a movie once there was a line about like how New York will give you the inspiration you need. It was about writers, but you have to leave to actually do the writing, which I think about a lot. Because mm-hmm. I do find that New York feeds me creatively, but then I'm exhausted all the time and never have time to actually do what I need to do with that. Yeah. New York's great for sponging. Yeah. Right. But I think also I have this like really nice outward view because I have the internet uh-huh, and I have right. like all my pals who live here. Uh huh. And like I mostly write songs right now about like how you like create who you are through your input, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's true. Yeah. And that like I got my New York time and like soaked soaked all of it up and then jammed. Yeah, and now it's coming out. Yeah. Is that how you would describe the new album? It's about like who you are being defined by your input. Yeah, in some ways. Uh-huh. There's like a lot of I'm like still kind of it's like a brand new brand new baby. Yeah. And that there's oh, I'm sure and trying to articulate yeah. what it is is a whole new thing now. Yeah, like a more personal thing for me is like how how we build our 
like the person that we present in the world mm -hmm. through, you know, and like how we learn how to do that. Right. Yeah. And then there's, I mean, there's also just like the, the conversation of like human with technology and the integration of those things, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like you guys are known as being politically involved and certainly down in North Carolina, there's lots to be involved with mm -hmm. and fight for and against. Um, I'm wondering like how much, how politically, how much politics went into your songwriting in any kind of conscious way? And if that change, like if the album has changed for you post-election. The album has definitely changed for me post-election. But yeah. here's the thing also like there's, I try to avoid, there's nothing worse than preachy pol political songs. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're right. and they're like really obvious. Yeah. But the thing about politics is that they affect everyone emotionally. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so it's the album itself is more of it's about personal feelings. Yeah. And those totally relate politically. Uh huh. You know, but it's not an outwardly like, you know, someone already wrote fuck Donald Trump. Right. And I don't <laughs> like. I don't need. I'm and not going to top it. that. It's, yeah, and I'm not going to get it any better the head, yeah. than that. <laughs> You know, like they did Very a great true. job yeah. and that's awesome. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But so how do you feel like, how do you see your art differently now since the election? Or has it taken on new importance to you? Or is there something new about performing for you now? Being a human that speaks their mind and is creative mm -hmm. is all like is slowly becoming more and more political in the current climate that we're in. Yeah. So yes, for sure. But also like and being a woman who does that. Yeah, darn tootin'. Yeah. And I'm not changing anything. Right. Which I think is even more of a statement than yeah. You know. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just being yourself is defiant and political now more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, and it well, you know it was for our moms and our moms' moms. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's as ever. Yeah. Being a woman who runs her shit is a political statement. Right. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I'm curious to know what your experience is being part of a duo with a man, because we've heard some stories about this on the show before, um, like how people relate to you guys differently. Um, I know like some women have the experience of like someone will look to the guy in the duo to ask about sound or something like that. Is, mm -hmm. is that like a persistent thing that you've also noticed? It's totally a persistent thing, but here's the shit about it. Yeah. Is that, um, can I swear on this? Yes, podcast? you can. That's right. <laughs> Just making sure. Yeah, let it go. Just making sure I wasn't bleeping. I wouldn't give you a beer and, and then not warn you about swearing. Come on. Thanks. I got girl. you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you. Uh -huh. Um, that does happen, and I still get offended about it. Yeah. But I don't know that much about so. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the catch, ladies? <laughs> it's, totally. It's one of the more embarrassing parts but of it. But you should have the opportunity to say, I don't know. Yeah. Ask him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I feel, like, really guilty about it. I'm like, oh, I'm one of those women that doesn't know my sound. <laughs> I'm not doing a good job. I can't be upset. <laughs> That's so funny. It's it's like it's it's an odd one. Yeah, that is a connection. You know, because right. it's nice. It's great that also like Nick is so good at all of that stuff uh -huh. in general. Yeah, that, like the opportunity for me to learn about it uh -huh. hasn't presented itself. In that, like 
Like, he's you don't just, need to step in on that. Yeah, he's always yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And like- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He knows and he's great at research and like I'm and he's really logical. Right. And I'm intuitive and emotional. (laughs) That, those are not my strong to, suits. Not to stick to our gender presumptions. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's it's real. Sometimes it's true. No, but that, yeah, or like that's me. Yeah, you know, totally. it's not just because I'm like a female identifying bodied person. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you do uh, most of the songwriting yourself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you do that first, and then you go to him? We do. We like have synthesized the whole thing yeah yeah for the first record we did a lot of that uh-huh. or like i would write the whole thing and then he he would or like he had a whole beat and i would write it uh-huh. but now we kind of like collage them you know like okay. so i'll get like a hook and a first verse and i'll give it to nick and be like what does this make you feel you know or like we'll talk about it and then he'll give me something back right or like we're right there together and we just talk about how we want it to feel uh-huh you know and nick's so good at like hearing me be like it needs to feel like a, like a magical blue bird wearing a giant <laughs> gown and and she swings her she has hair and she swings it you know yeah. and he's like oh totally he's like i have the formula for yeah that. and Here he's like go. okay you got it yes yeah yeah that's awesome Mm -hmm. Did you know that you were looking to evolve your sound in that particular way when you linked up with him? Like going from the beautiful acoustic harmonies that you were doing in your previous work to what your sound is now with Sylvanesso. I always wanted to write pop songs. Okay. Because I was a pop song dork from like the beginning because they're amazing. They are. The pop songs are incredible. There's a reason why they dominate. Yeah. Yeah. And they're... Yeah, they're, I mean, it's like a puzzle. Right. You know? Right. It's it's the so, genius puzzle. So now I have to ask your opinion because this is like becoming a joke on this show. But since Chain to the Rhythm dropped, I've found a reason to bring it up on every show for like the last five weeks. The new Katy Perry song. Oh, yeah. Have you heard it? Oh, yeah. Because I was immediately hooked to it. And I have developed a love and appreciation for Katy Perry because she does create those perfect pop songs. Mm -hmm. But my co-host Dara, who unfortunately couldn't be here today, she has a more complicated relationship with that kind of thing. And the respect is like a little harder to get from her for it. Ooh, You know, but it's like, it's an ongoing conversation we have about um, like the validity of just a perfectly crafted straight from the factory. This is the formula 
to make this song stick in everyone's heads yeah, forever. Max Martin. Song. Max Martin song. Right. And as someone pointed out to us, um, this other guest we had on Gavin Torek, she was like, it's a formula, but it's not an easy formula. Yeah. It's like an MIT formula. Mm-hmm. And if you can get that, it's great. So like, you shouldn't think it's easy to do. No, it's yeah. not easy to do, which mm-hmm. is like partially why most of the lyrics of pop songs are really dumb. <laughs> you know? Wait, or like, why? Well, like, like if you think about like Ariana Grande's yeah. songs, yeah. like or like how they always have like weird Swedish like mispronunciations or like strange <laughs> things, you know, or like like I saw the sign, you yeah, know, like right, how, right. have like all these they're like the amazing like Swiss pop yeah. vibe, yeah, you know, they like there's there's a way of stringing words together. No uh-huh. matter what the words are that sound amazing. And mm-hmm. like Max Martin is incredible at that. Yeah. You know, the way the way he can like yeah. he can like lay out things syllabically. Right. So when I mean, were you like a kid wanting to be an artist and wanting to get pop songs that were on the radio? Yeah. Is that like this is from the beginning, this was kind of your idea for yourself? Yeah, because pop music is the is the first music that's yours. Uh-huh. You know? Like right. like I'd always listen to like my family's music. Which was how would you describe like, that? Oh, it's you know, like um hold on a second, I'm drinking beer. He's <laughs> <laughs> like uh real. Yeah, like NRBQ and Foreigner and Chuck Berry and the okay. Beatles and you know, like all of all of that stuff. And uh-huh. then I like found hip hop radio. Okay. You know? Uh-huh. And it was like, and like Kiss. Uh huh. You know? And those were like my stations that I could listen to. Yeah. At home. Right. And that was the moment when it was like, oh my gosh, music can be mine. Uh-huh. It's not just the thing I listen to in the car with dad. Yeah. You know? Did you study music ever? No. Okay. I studied acting. Did you? Mm hmm. When? When I was in college. Okay. Uh, so 2006 to. 2004 to 2010 like drama major mm-hmm well okay. i went to bennington where you design your own major story <laughs> so it so wasn't more specific I, than that oh yeah it was uh it was i think the thing on my diploma it was mostly like physical it was physical theater it was experimental theater wow so bennington <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> so like what kind of shit were you doing then like viewpoint, viewpoints and but also we were doing like shakespeare plays and, uh-huh the full gamut oh the whole thing yeah it was so it was really really fun well when did singing start for you when i was a kid okay we always did that like uh, around the dinner table right you know but were you did you do choir oh horribly yeah (laughs) why horribly though i couldn't stand choir oh you just didn't enjoy it yeah okay yeah and like i just didn't have the like i always thought the directors were making like kind of boring decisions Right. You know, that makes sense. But it was also you. like Massachusetts, like chorale right. stuff, you know? So it was like hippie folk songs. Uh huh. Or like Bach. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. But it probably helped train your ear mm-hmm. to later do amazing harmonies like you did. Thanks. I don't, I mean, yeah. I'll give it that at least. Yeah. Ear training's the best. Right. <laughs> I think also, I think like most of my ear training was the radio. Yeah. Because if you're singing along to the radio, that's the that's how I got my ten thousand hours, is just singing along to the radio. Yeah, yeah. But you know that's interesting because who's around you to tell you if you're doing it wrong? 
like a choir director, a good one, will be like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Sing by yourself. No. True, but, like, that's a dip. That's, like, when you're thinking about, I mean, there, there's, like, so many different aspects of the voice as an instrument in general. You yeah. know, so, like, there's the emotional. And there, like, no one, like, no one told that, like, the, like, that guy from Pearl Jam, whose name I'm forgetting to sing like that. Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Yeah. But if, like, if a choir teacher had gotten hold of Eddie Vedder, they'd been like, what are you doing? That's true. You know, like, it's, it's they totally. They would have ruined him. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. No, or, like. There's like the way of thinking about your voice is like if you think about yourself as a wind instrument and uh-huh. then there's like how to be emotional. Right, right, right. You know, and yeah. like the goal would be to synthesize those two things. Yeah. Okay, so you were acting in college, also singing in college mm-hmm. for fun. For fun. And I had I took a couple voice lessons. Oh, did you? Like voice classes. Okay. For like a couple semesters with the amazing Tom Bogdan. A little shout out. Tom Bogdan, I love you. <laughs> he sang with Meredith Monk. Cool. He was like a total, like old school New York dude. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so was that very formative to you then to study with him? Like at what point did you, was it that you were like, I'm going to act and I'm going to sing and then we'll see which one kind of lands? Yeah. And it yeah. just happened to be singing? Yeah, I was singing. Or yeah. like my friend Bleeker, who's in real estate and Alex Bleeker and the Freaks, we, like, I got a house off campus and decided that we needed to have a house show for that house, and that's where my first band, Mountain Man, started, because I had Molly and Alex play there. Okay. And Bleeker was like, you guys need a MySpace. And so I made a MySpace, and then, like, through a couple series of events, Pitchwork found it. Okay. So it was, like, this crazy like serendipitous thing that happened when i was in college so what were those series of events mcgregor from chocolate babka the blog uh-huh posted about us okay in 2009 and pitchfork picked it up and wow. i like i was booking a show at the time okay so we like went on tour one summer like the summer between my junior and senior year i think uh-huh i think yeah and then i started music doing music and that was it. Mm-hmm. Have you had uh, any kind of boring nine to five job since then, I or, had, or waiting tables or anything? I had a I had a truly horrible stint of being a brunch waitress at Kevin's in Red Hook. Really, they were very very <laughs> kind to me. And brunch was... serving is fucking crazy. For those of you who have not done it, it is intense. It is one of the most intense jobs you can ever have. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, but I was like, I'm just bad. Okay. Like, like it's really intense for one thing, but it was like a 20 top, you yeah. know, like it was a pretty chill <laughs> you scene. You could have handled it. Yeah, it was like me and one other server. Yeah. And I'm I'm just like a total fruit. <laughs> and we like do, stu- I also studied dance. Like the, okay. the peak of me being the worst brunch waitress ever yeah. was, uh, this is so embarrassing. Yes, tell us. Um, I was Huge table of Manhattan ladies. Okay. I was pouring water. Uh-huh. And I did a a, a pirouette. Uh, <laughs> like, I, like, stuck my back leg out and, and bent over. And Sorry, way of being like, I'm your waitress, but I'm also an but artist. But I'm also a star. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, either way, I knocked three potted plants onto their table. No way. Yeah, with my leg. Oh, mid pirouette. Mid pirouette. 
Well, first of all, I don't know what Manhattan ladies are doing having brunch in Red Hook. So they learned their <laughs> lesson. It Probably was never bad. repeated. It was bad. And they were so kind to me about it. They were like, well, that's nice. Yeah, I just ran into the kitchen with like <laughs> tears, you know, drank some white wine. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Calmed your nerves. <laughs> yeah. So, so when did, did you that. get to quit that job? I quit that job when I went back on tour. Yeah. With Mountain Man. Okay. There was like a brief stint where I had to wear like molly one of the one of mountain man uh-huh. one of the members of mountain man one had, of the mountain men did you did you guys call each other mountain men not really yeah we just liked how and how like truly annoying it was that <laughs> <laughs> that no one could really say that yeah. mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um she went back to school for a little while okay and that was the point where i was like oh i guess yeah i gotta make some squirrel right yeah but that was it that was it Cool. Yeah, I had. I also worked in a bakery in Durham oh, while, I, while I was writing. Oh, the first. I feel like that would feed your writing. It, it feels did. like a very daydreamy thing, baking. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't baking. I was just selling pastries. But I did. Okay, re- I'm sure you were still daydreaming. I was daydreaming a lot, and also there's nothing. I had a wonderful time. I was also horrible at that too. I'm just bad. My only talent is charm and singing. <laughs> like anything that has to do with. Well, good thing you found like, the exact right job for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky. Mm-hmm. I'm very very lucky. <laughs> Because you wouldn't have cut it otherwise in this world, kid. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Sure, give me that. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing better than giving people treats all day, though. Right? Working in a bakery. Pastries? Yeah. And people come in and be like, I want a cookie. Yeah. Yeah. And here you go. Yeah. And for at least 10 minutes of your day, you're going to be happy Mm -hmm. because you have no other physical choice while eating a cookie Mm -hmm. than to be happy. Yeah. Then joy. Basic human needs. You fulfilled them. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Speaking of fulfilling basic human needs, South by. <laughs> I feel like a lot of needs get filled at oh, South by. South by. So that's kind of like kicking things off for you guys with the album, right? Yeah. That's going to be the start of the insanity that will then continue through what, September? I think we're booked through December. December. I think. Damn. I haven't taken a look at yeah, it. Yeah, you got, you got a lot of dates. Mm-hmm. A lot of dates lined up. Oh, yeah. It's real. It's massive. I'm so excited. It's awesome. Yeah. Very, what happens to the house in Durham when you go on tour? I don't know. Or, you know, we'll put... We'll, Someone will hang there. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> yeah. We always have a friend who's like some sort, sort of homeless. Yeah. You know? Perfect. You can be like, go be in the... Such a musician. Yeah. There's always someone who needs a place to stay. Yeah, please stay in my house. Yeah. Tell my plan. <laughs> um, you guys are going... You're, it's international, right? You have some yeah. foreign dates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heading all around. Mm-hmm. Doing the South by dance. I think it's going to be my seventh or eighth South by. Yeah. Is that true? I think so. It's no. not. Sixth or seventh. Okay. Like that. Yeah. That's all. I'd save your bona fides. Mm hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> um, and is Flock of Dimes opening for you guys? Oh, yeah. That's killer. Mm hmm. That's going to be nuts. So fun. Very cool. Um, all right, so the album comes out. Do you remember the date? Pop quiz. April twenty eighth. Boom, you got it. It's correct. I f- I found it on my sheet. Uh, April twenty eighth. <laughs> you're killing it. You had one <laughs> thing that your publicist needed you to remember. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> Thank you all. <laughs> um, I did it. I got it. It's called What Now. 
That's a big question. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Man, what now? What now? What now after what now comes out and after the tour's done? Mm-hmm. More album number three? Yeah, more tunes. Have you started writing for no our next one? No way. <laughs> Look, there's some people who are like, yeah, the new album's coming out, but I already wrote the next one. So, oh my you know. gosh, but why though? I know. And I'm like, so when do you enjoy this album? <laughs> Fiona Apple was a really great, or like, I heard her say this at some point. She was like, I really only write albums when I'm sad, you know? So, like, when I'm happy and doing fine, yeah. why would I write something like right. that? Do you feel that way? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Or, well, I, like... When do you write albums? I have an ongoing... I'm, you know, I'm always... Every time I write a song, I feel like I've, like, you know some like miracle has happened still i'm like are you oh like happily surprised God. every time yeah every time i'm like i did it again do you have fear of writer's block i don't like fear it because i pretty much do yeah. all the time like <laughs> okay. there's not like actually like writing pop songs is a really good way of getting over it because there's yeah. oh, there's so many different formulas uh-huh you know that yeah you, that you can just like plug stuff into if right. you need to do you consider sylvanessa to be pop yeah just, totally. I mean, yeah. it's not, it's like pop made by freaks. You <laughs> I know? like that. That is perfectly <laughs> described. Yeah, there are many shades of pop. Yeah. I don't have a qualm with calling this pop. And in fact, the new track today feels very, like, that's a straight that ahead. Pop we could hear song. on the radio a lot. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed we will. Like, that's a great pop song. Not all of your songs are like that. Some are more funky, some are like, darker in a way that i don't know you know it has a different vibe Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. uh but yeah i feel like you went for it on that one yeah and you nailed it thanks yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. um okay so yeah guys check out that die young you can hear it now Mm -hmm. and uh the other two singles that came before it radio radio kick jump twist kick jump twist Mm -hmm. um and on april 28th the album will be out and then the band will be everywhere at mm-hmm. some point uh, in 2017. What else you got going on this year? Non-music related. Give us one oh, one tidbit of something else. All all I do is this. <laughs> all you got. Like, this is it. I have like plans on reading many, many books. Okay, good. I'm trying to find my hobby. Last tour, or last like main cycle, I just read books about mushroom hunting. Which meaning? Like, like hunting for mushrooms in the woods. Okay. Like... Like all different kinds hunting? of yeah, like all different kinds. Is that like, something you're gonna try to incorporate into the tour? Can't you can't really do that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I maybe you'd be in some weird places where maybe there's that's true high mushroom content. Yeah, I could I could try. I'm looking. I'm like looking for my new hobby for yeah. this tour. It'll it'll appear. I'm sure. What was uh What was a hobby on the last tour you did? Reading books about hunting mushrooms. Oh, okay. There you go. You know. So now this is the time to see it through. Mm-hmm. Good plan. I like it. Good luck with that. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Amelia, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Contend with the 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.